No slow fade out. Hell no, dude. That's a. It's not about to let it go there. Dude, welcome back uh, to the Star Wars podcast. We talk about only Star Wars. Uh, our podcast uh, is switching the name to Republic to Keep, and we're going to be <laughs> talking every single week about Star Wars. Yes. So, what's our first topic of the day considering Star Wars? Um, favorite episode. Oh, dude, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. All Revenge day. Sith. Give me some. Yes. Oh. What about that movie? Um. Okay, other than the sick ending, mm-hmm. the sick sword fight at the end between the two bros. Yeah. I First off, Anakin's hairstyle, mm-hmm. where like, I get motivation for my hairstyle. Yeah. And Jim Morrison. <laughs> just, I don't know how much of a... Just, his, dude, how, just, how dynamic he is. Yeah. Nah, I mean, that's just a sick movie. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I loved Anakin in that movie. I thought he was a bad actor in like the second movie. Because, like, the way he says some of his lines, it's like, something, something. It's like, bro, put a bit more emotion or, like, a little less depending on the scenario. Yeah. But Revenge of the Sith, absolute banger. I thought his robes were sick. I think he has the coolest robes of all of the Jedi. Mm. Um, I think the progression of his skill from, like, number two where he got his behind beat by um, Dooku. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like kills dooku with ease <laughs> by himself <laughs> yeah by himself with two lightsabers so sick um yeah there's just so many like really good like twists and turns in that movie um like order 66 or whatever that was called mm. it was messed up but yeah it was just a banger yoda was also so cool in there yeah just going 1v1 versus um darth sidious no problems mm. yeah cool I also think it's it's interesting you bring up the fact that he was kind of more of a robotic actor. Mm-hmm. Do you think he did that on purpose? I think I think so. I couldn't tell if it was that's what was required for the character, where it seemed like because part of his um a big part of the character was like oh he has this this sort of vengeance or animosity towards like the people around him, especially Ben. But like he has to kind of cover that as he interacts with them because of their student-teacher relationship. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if it was that, or it was the director saying we have to fit a certain tone. Like it has to be kind of cheesy. So I mean, right. like he had to act kind of cheesy from time to time. I couldn't tell which one it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it wasn't like oh, I'm gonna have to stop watching this movie. It's just like mm, I don't know if that was great <laughs> delivery, but yeah, <laughs> here we are. I like that. It just shows that he was like more of a robotic person growing up. Uh-huh. He's very like stone cold. Yep. Kind of like he just was. He was one of those kids. Uh, those kids in classes are those kids that are being mentored or whatever, mm-hmm. quote unquote, is they always have, even I had this, they have like a very direct thing, like the very direct personality. Like, mm-hmm. I am direct. I am going to listen carefully because I yeah. am intaking all your requests and then you see more of his emotion as you become more confident in your shoes mm-hmm. like revenge of the sith he really grew into who he was and he's like all right i'm i deserve to be the best and he then you can see a little childish mm-hmm. side of him being like hey a little whiny side like i, I deserve it yeah I deserve to be exactly oh that's a really good point like i think um like the emotions he really portrayed were the ones that the character was supposed to actually feel. Mm. So when he was angry or when he was like in love with Padme or 
when he was like blowing up at Ben or anyone else. Like that's when he like really embraced it and like it was it was mm. just great acting. Versus when he had to like pretend different emotions or pretend different um I don't know what quite the term is, but let's say he was pretending to be respectful, but like he actually just had animosity towards the Jedi Council because of oh, how they were handling things mm. and how they didn't promote him and how they didn't do these other things, but they still wanted him on the council. Mm-hmm. And like he was struggling with that emotion, so that's why he seemed so robotic with it because he was like, I don't really feel this way, but I have to feel this way. Mm-hmm. Versus when, um, when Padme came to um, the final, the <laughs> final fights. <laughs> Like, what is that called? <laughs> Padme flew out to get Anakin back after he murdered all the kids. In- <laughs> after he, like, just disrespected all the kids in the temple. <laughs> so, like, Ben comes out of the... Ben comes out of there and he's like, you betrayed me! Like, he embraced that one more than he did, like, the respect or, like, yeah, all those different emotions. Do you think, okay, so there, do you think there was a clash in Anakin, inside Anakin, in terms of he wasn't voted to the Jedi Council, but mm-hmm. at the same time he was being called the Chosen One? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he was, like, supposed to be the Chosen One. Mm-hmm. I'm the Chosen One. He, like, tried to fill himself into this role of I'm the Chosen One. And then he wasn't treated like the chosen one yep yep um have you ever seen the movie kung fu panda like very briefly oh okay it's a banger but there's a character in there called tai long and i get the exact same vibes from him and anakin where tai long is they call it the dragon warrior the chosen warrior that will like bring peace to the valley of peace is what's called right <laughs> who will like slay all these enemies and all these different things and the master in that movie, Master Shifu, raises him to be this chosen one because of his abilities. He's a great fighter. He's incredible. He's better than everyone else. But like, um, what's his name? Ugwe, who plays kind of Yoda, I guess, in that scenario. He's like, no, there's darkness in him. He can't be. Mm. He can't be the chosen warrior. He can't be the chosen one. He can't be the dragon warrior. And then, Tai Long reacts violently to the fact that he's been training these twenty years and like he still isn't being given what he thinks he deserves, which is the titles, which is the oh. standing in the community and whatever. And like the movie kind of centers around that in a bit. And it's a great movie, by the way. Um, but that's how I, that's what I get from Anakin too, is like everyone's telling him, you're the chosen one. You're the one who's going to bring balance to the force. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we can't give you too much power on the council or we can't give you too much freedom or autonomy because mm-hmm. we're concerned with how, how much darkness there is within you or how much you kind of lean towards the dark side or how much potential there is for you to lean towards the dark side. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, I'm not on the dark side. I just care about Padme or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be treated like I am who I am or I want to be treated like I am, which is the best. And he isn't getting that. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think so. Yeah. Yeah. Can you draw anything out of that? Those two movies or those two situations to mirror that in your personal life? Uh, philosophical Star Wars. Um, I think. I think there is a lesson, um, in the idea of pursuing something good, at all costs is a very dangerous thing. Hopefully, this makes some some sort of sense, but. Almost everything Anakin did was guided by how much he loved Padme. Mm-hmm. He was willing to engage with whatever Darth Sidious or 
whatever his other name was, I forgot. Count Dooku. Count, yeah, Count Dooku. Um, whatever they wanted, because he wanted to save Padme, because he had this mm. vision that she was gonna die. So he was willing to go to the dark side. He was willing to kill all the kids. He was willing to bring balance to the Force by murdering everyone, <laughs> mm. as long as Padme could be saved. Um, and it's kind of weird. Cause it's like, bro, you just literally murdered a temple of <laughs> innocent kids. Mm -hmm. But he's like. I'll do whatever I must to save her because I can't lose her like I lost my mom. Right. But so what's the difference between him doing that? I guess in, <laughs> in, 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 so like, let's just say in a broad sense, like not like, Oh, killing kids versus this. No, like yeah. what's, what's that versus like in his psyche mm -hmm. doing all these things for the dark side yeah. versus doing all these things for the light side. Mm -hmm. He still, he was still doing these things for, for the Jedi, mm -hmm. in order to protect Padme, to be the best for Padme. Yeah. Do you think at any point that he was too busy doing it for somebody else and there was no reflection or there was no reason for him to do it for himself or just for the good of doing it? Mm -hmm. I think it was always for Padme. Almost everything I think he did was for Padme. Mm -hmm. um, I just think the fear of like losing her after he like finally got her back for so long, pushed him to do a lot of things he, mm. he wouldn't normally have done under certain circumstances. Um, and that, the idea of losing her, coupled with the fact that the Jedi couldn't do anything to save her, mm. so the only option was the dark side because that's where, that's the power of life is in the dark side. Yeah. Um, and then that coupled with the fact that he's gaining all of these abilities he's gaining all the strength and he's still not being recognized for how strong he is he's still not being recognized as a chosen one i mm. think all of those and then there's obviously more too um kind of just all of those together brought forth that emotion of just like oh contempt yeah <laughs> contempt and and that's what pushed him to do all the things he did um, and in his mind, still, he was doing what was right. Maybe he mm. was, maybe he like had some pushback where he was like, should I do this though? Should I? Mm. Like you can feel that in that scene with um, Samuel Jackson where he's like, no, we have to bring him to the court. We can't just kill him. Right. And then Samuel Jackson's like, nah, this dude's dying now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can sense that where he's like, but I don't want to do this. And then they end up killing Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Um, and you can feel some of that, like, you can feel that contention be within himself. Um, but he always, like, finds a way to do what he thinks is right for the person he loves. Then obviously the things aren't right most of the time. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then his famous line, Samuel Jackson's like, oh, we need to bring him before the Senate. And Samuel's like, he is the Senate. He, yeah. He runs it. <laughs> yeah. That's big time, bro. Like a lot of points you touched on with Anakin was back to what uh, what I said mm -hmm. um, earlier about the chosen one thing. There's a huge I, like mental image of like even people now, maybe mm -hmm. you've experienced it, where people keep telling you like, you are this, you're incredible, you're the greatest, you're yeah. such a hard worker. And one thing that you do that goes any way against it uh -huh. is like you feel like you're failing what you're supposed to be, quote unquote, mm -hmm. right? Like, Anakin's like, I'm the chosen one. I need to be this and this. And then he's like, he's caught in this mental battle of, I'm the chosen one, but I want to do this for Padme, but I have to do this because I'm the chosen one. Mm -hmm. Like, do I have to? Like, yeah. I want to do this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, 
do you see any of that in your life? Um, or maybe previously, where people told you, "Hey, you're this." Uh, like, yeah. Oh, I'll oh, use a really poor example, which is completely um, fictitious. Let's say um, people like, let's say uh, someone close to you is like, "You're an incredible student. Like, you're gonna get an A in every class." And you like actually got a B once because <laughs> like an assignment went bad. Right. <laughs> you're like, you're just like, mm, I feel like such. Like I, a failure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like any, well, again, that was a horrible example, but like anything like that. She didn't really get Yeah. Man, if only you had a screen, you could see my face. I know, bro. The <laughs> amount of anger on me. It took away my whole personality, uh, my whole identity. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I get A's in it because shit in my life. Bogus. Psyche. But do you see any of that, or especially previously? Yes and no, right? So, like, in terms of school, like a youth student, right? I was not always the greatest student. Mm-hmm. I was always just naturally smart, so I didn't have to work as hard. And now mm-hmm. I work really hard at being a good student and learning things. And, yeah, I get praise from my family. You know, they're, like, proud of me for doing what I do, my accomplishments. But do I feel like if I don't work hard, I'm, like, I'm letting them down? There was some of that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to prove it to them. I am working hard. Yes. And at some point I realized I'm like, no, I, mm-hmm. I'm just doing this because if I put forth, sure, like you can do this in business. Oh, you you know, grades don't translate to business. Well, in a sense, if I put in the work and I do these long hours with school, if I don't oh, let me use this, if I don't do that, mm-hmm. how is it going to translate to every other area of my life? Fitness, nutrition, business, relationships. For example, us, you go to Texas. If I don't put that same effort in that I do, the constantly uh, repet- uh, repetition to learn Italian, mm-hmm. reading books, blah, blah, blah. If I don't do that, how am I going to keep a friendship, a mm-hmm. best friendship with my friend, my best friend in my life? How am I going to keep up a relationship with a girl? How am I going to keep up a relationship with my family? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how I laughed at the girl. I, know, I laughed at the girl. I was like, bro, <laughs> like six months and then gone. Six months and gone. <laughs> oh man, brutal. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, it was there was something you said that spoke to me. I'm trying to. I'm attempting to recall it. Um, oh, so we talked about the the idea of oh, if I fail in one small way, then I'm not who they say I am. Mm-hmm. Were there times where you felt the reverse? I was like, I don't care what you say I am. I'm this. Like, but it's not a, uh, it's not you going to a true understanding of who you are. It's you trying to be the opposite of what someone says just to be the opposite of what someone says. Mm, okay. I think I understand, but could you give me an example? So let's say, let's say your parents are like, you know, you should respect us because we're your parents. Right. You're like, no, I don't have to respect you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's just, just like you can respect them and everything's okay. Oh. Or you can just be like a piece of poop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just to be a piece of poop. Just, just to, for the rebellious nature. Yeah. Right. Like you don't gain anything. Oh, uh, dude, I used to, I don't think I was disrespectful just to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. My parents never like, you should respect us because of this. Like, they're like, you should respect us because we do this for you. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even, but recently, I told my mom this, but when I do things now, I keep telling myself, I'm like, 
like why I do them. This is not why I do it. Mm-hmm. But it's also a nice reason. I tell myself, I'm like, this is what I would want my son to do for my mother or for me. This mm-hmm. is what I want, would want my son to be. So like Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change in the world you want to see. Mm-hmm. You be that first. How are you supposed to expect your kids to be incredible people if you don't at least try to be an incredible person? Mm-hmm. At least try to be as selfless as possible, helping your family in any way. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you have to be like the most monk person ever? No. But in terms of like that, the rebellious thing, just like, yes, I've, <laughs> I've done that before, but now yep. with my family, like I've just been like, uh, maybe, maybe my family. They call me veterinarian and my, a doctor my whole life growing up. I was like, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But I never really wanted to be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? I think definitely, but more so with my, probably with my siblings. Like I can't recall like a specific example. Mm-hmm. But I know there was definitely that attitude where they're like, no, you should do this for this reason. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do whatever I want. Just because cause <laughs> a 13-year-old bald justice. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm the one in charge. It's like, no, bro, you're not. You're I'm really in control. Not. Yeah. This is, this is so false. Um, yeah. And again, it, it wasn't because I had an understanding of myself. It was just because I didn't. I didn't want to identify with what they thought of me, mm-hmm. which sounds good on paper, but if it's just you don't identify just so you don't identify, that's not, <laughs> there's no. no reasoning behind that. Because mm. then where are you? You're just the opposite of what they want. What mm-hmm. is that? And you're still doing it for the same, because it sounds like when you do that, you're like, I'm doing it because I'm doing it because I don't want to be what they said. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, your sole reason of not doing it is because of what they said. Yeah. So, so you're, you're still <laughs> you're still the same, you know, exactly. under their control, literally under their control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, it's like, <laughs> uh oh, it's like, oops, the girls who an ex boyfriend is like doesn't want them to dye their hair, right? Or like they bring up the mm. idea and. And he's like, no, nah, like, I like you just the way you are. You don't have to change anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. And she doesn't do it. And then, like, when she gets in a new relationship after that one ends, then, like, she's like, I'm just going to finally put pink in my hair because there's no restraints on me. Or I'm just going to do this or that. Mm-hmm. It's like, the dude's gone. He's out of your life. Right. Like, you're not doing the opposite of what he wants. He's still controlling you. Right. Um, and the same can be said for a dude who's like, oh, I'm, maybe I should go to the gym. And then his girlfriend's like, no, I like your beer belly. And then yeah. like, as soon as they break up, then he's like, I'm getting pumped. I'm going to look like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look like the best bodybuilder ever. And it's like, you're still reacting. If that's the reasoning, it's like you're still reacting to them. So they're still controlling you. Mm. So that's kind of the same thing. At least that's how I interpret it. Where it's like, the, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be respectful because that's not who I am. Right. Like, I, See, that, that one I mix. See, but the fitness one doesn't really line for that one for me. Because if, okay, if you do that, if that's your reason for bodybuilding, whatever, having a nice body mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, yeah. God help you. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's like, if it starts like that mm-hmm. and then it evolves to like, this is how I am. You know what? This is not really, it really isn't just for her. I've always deep down didn't like my body yep. and I wanted to make a change. I feel better, blah, blah, blah. It evolves, right? Mm-hmm. But if you just do it to be disrespectful, it's like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. The evolution's important with everything. Like Red pill. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> the whole nanosphere stuff is just oh my goodness. What? Yeah. It's it's yeah. Okay. Um but <laughs> but I agree. It's like the same as if 
let's say your sister's like, no, you should wash the dishes even though you're an adult just because like no one else wants to. Mm-hmm. Like That's a completely stupid example again. But let's say you're like, no, I shouldn't do that. But like your reasoning is different and it's evolved. It's not, no, I shouldn't just because I don't want to or just mm-hmm. because you told me to. It's like, no, no, I shouldn't because I'm already doing the floor. I'm already sweeping the floor. Oh, I'm already right. cleaning the table or I'm already doing these other things. It's like, if your reasoning, as your reasoning evolves, that's like, that's far healthier than you just wanting to be the opposite of what someone wants you to be, mm-hmm. just to be the opposite. Because again, they're controlling you. So yeah, I agree with the, what you said about working out. I was like, hopefully no one's, sole reason for working out for years and years is because a girl broke their heart because that would suck. That'd be so mm-hmm. sad. Um, but if that is the initial reason, okay. Yeah. You need different reasons to do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully that evolves for right. sure. Yeah. I mean that for me, that stemmed from girls too, mm-hmm. changing my body. Not, not cause you know, they broke my heart, but it was like part. I always growing up, I was always chubbier ish. Yeah. And I was like always trying to work out for a certain girl uh-huh. to like be impressive or some shit. <laughs> Bump on some stuff, whatever. <laughs> First one of the season, baby. Right, let's go, bro. Come on. <laughs> and and then it evolved to like now nah, I'm just doing this for me because yeah. it's like I just want to be I want to look good. And then it evolved from I want to look good to I just want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Just want to be healthy for my family, be an example for my family and my kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, experimenting with that currently. Mm-hmm. So, interesante. Yeah. Um, what did you think about? <laughs> going back to Star Wars. Let's go back to Star Wars. <laughs> this is a Star Wars yeah. episode, and we're talking about this. What were your opinions on Episode Two, especially like the? the unexplained reasoning behind the clone war at the clone war the clone army where it's like okay this seems kind of like a an evil thing and then they end the movie like they're used to fight the evil people mm-hmm. the resistance um what did you think about that or other aspects of that movie in terms of in terms of like was there something you took from them was it just like were there fight scenes that you liked were there other things that you oh liked? just for like the whole second episode overall yeah. that was one with uh jaja binks and everything right yeah yeah Oh, dude, I thought that colony was so cool with the, like, blue balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thump on that one. <laughs> but they were blue balls. Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't blue balls. Dump on. Okay, <laughs> let's restart. Anyways, <laughs> I like that. I don't remember too much. Oh, that was, no, that was the first one. I was going to say Darth Maul. That was Phantom Menace. Ah, yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah. That's good, too. I forget a lot about the second episode. That's Same fair. thing with four and five. Six, yeah. I remember a lot, but four and five, I just don't remember anything. Four and five is just like... Especially four. It's like yeah. I don't, I don't even, you could tell me the title and I'd still mess it up over and over. Is that... I was about to say, is that the Empire Strikes Back? No, that's that's six, right? Six is Empire Strikes Back. Four is an... Is it a New Hope? It is. I think it is. New okay. Hope. That one, I just... I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, that was the first one I watched. Like I watched that movie, like years ago, because I thought that was the first. I thought I was supposed to watch it in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out I was supposed to watch the prequels first. Um, and I was just like, no, I don't see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars movies. This is this is garbage, bro. Right. Like, this is uninteresting. Um, and then I rewatched it. And it was decent, but I agree. I, four, five, and six. 
Especially four and five, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Star Wars fans, but it's it, almost it, it's almost unwatchable. Yeah. Don't, even, don't even get me started. Like the your the excuse of uh, the quality of it. Like, yeah. No, duh. It was made in like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Expected to be not the most incredible thing ever. Mm-hmm. But the acting was just not. The story plot line was just not there. Yeah. Lines were not there. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, that's that's how I feel too. Because it's not even like, oh, the lightsaber scenes weren't as cool. Because obviously they don't have the ability to make them look as cool as right. as uh, Revenge of the Sith. But like the story was just, I, I don't know. I just didn't get a kick out of it. Really, Luke is kissing his sister. Yeah. This is what we're going for there was today. So, that was such a weird, I don't know if that's like original, if there's some original source material that was based off of me. These are based off comics that he made. Why? Yeah. Why did Luke kiss his sister? I, I well, why did she kiss him? Dude, I don't know. I've heard some weird things about Stan Lee's comics too, so I don't even oh, want to... No, no, I think no. all comics had their weird parts. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Han Solo I liked a lot, though. He was dope. But he had that... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Go <laughs> Just, for it. <laughs> have you, did you ever watch Little House on the Prairie growing up? Oh, my God, it sounds so familiar. Yeah, it's, uh, the stuff, it's, it's a show based off the books by Laura Ingalls Wilder. No. It's about okay, yeah. There's a character in there called Almanzo Wilder, who she marries. Okay, um, and Almanzo based his character completely off of like Han Solo and mm. Luke Skywalker. And so when I watch that movie, all I see is Almanzo Wilder from House <laughs> on the Prairie. Like Han Solo, it's like the swag is like he's cool, but like some of the swag seems forced, and like some of his line delivery is like, "Come on, princess, something, something." It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get the, the, the sex appeal. Okay. Um but I do like him as a character and I really like some of the the scenes he was a part of and like his development obviously over over the trilogy. I I do believe that was like that kind of that's how directing for that movie. Because Steven Spielberg he did Indiana Jones too, mm-hmm. I believe. And Harrison Ford did Indiana Jones too. Yeah. Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones was a different animal. Yeah. A different animal. Not so much the second one, the jungle. That one was more like Star Wars vibe. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. He's a weird actor in that one. Yeah. But the third, second, or the first and third one, were he was like that. He was like that cool. Like you expect it wasn't forced. It was just mm-hmm. flamboyant. So maybe that was the style. Yeah. And then the second one, they just murdered. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was a terrible movie. <laughs> the, the little Asian uh, kid that was just screaming the whole time. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I won't imitate him, but <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and the chick and the the lady, the woman in it was the actress was not not too great. She's a little lot of screaming too. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. Little Asian kid was really good. The woman was not very good. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, kid actors are always tricky because it's like it's very much hit or miss. Yeah. Like they're either like really convincing or it's just like they're so bad. It's like oh, it pains me to watch these scenes yeah. unfold. <laughs> um. Yeah. I've never seen the Indiana Jones movies, though. Man. Yeah. At least watch Rage of the Lost Ark. Is that one or three? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I oh, forget. One that I is. forget, bro. <laughs> it's a cool. It's, I think if you like world travel, you like stuff like that. The second, mm-hmm. the, the one where they're in the jungle, it's like Temple of Doom. Please don't watch that. Just okay. save yourself the time. Skip Temple of Doom. It's not good. Mm-hmm. But the other two, Raiders of the Lost Ark and something can't remember what it's called those are really good because mm-hmm. sean connery's in one or two of them or both of them 
and the places they go are so awesome. They go mm. to Germany, they go to the Middle East, a lot of places in the Middle East, the Pietro, the mm -hmm. big wall thing that's like in the middle of the east you ever seen that it's like a desert wall it's no. just carved out of the wall okay. yeah and they go inside of it i don't even know if you can go inside of it but they, <laughs> they make it like you can go in for yeah like, to get the um oh this is the one where they it's the the temple knights yeah. knight templar that are saving the glass that jesus drank out of mm. it gives them the, path, the cup of the passion or yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah and they're doing that that one's so good. Yeah. And there's a lot of like archaeological digs and mm -hmm. references and very, very, almost very accurate. Sometimes it's not historical data. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty fun. Okay. And you think that he's a bit more bearable in there, Harrison Ford, he's, and like the coolness is actually like cool. It's not, yeah. No doubt. Okay. I'm gonna definitely gonna have to look into those then. I think they're on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna dig into those then. Um, I did like Harrison Ford in this in the newest one. Okay, the newest one though, Episode Seven. He was really good in there. I love that mm -hmm. movie. What do you think about <laughs> the newest three Star Wars movies, Seven, Eight, and Nine? I know you didn't. You said you didn't see Nine, right? I saw the. I overbreak. I saw the very ending of it. Okay, I still turned it off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the ending was not it. <laughs> I know. What do you think about seven and eight though? Seven was good. I thought it was just a good, nice movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, okay, this is just a cool, like, everybody's freaking out because, like, the chick and then the black guy was, like, the main two. I'm like, dude, relax. <laughs> like, like, relax. Like, it's a freaking movie. Yeah. And I was like, I dig it. Like, this is a cool little side story. She, we don't really know who her father is, so it could be literally anybody. Yeah. It, it turned out it was, like, the Palpatine. chancellor. Yeah, okay. So it could have been a little bit better. It could have yeah. been a little bit cooler. <laughs> I guess it's cool, but like you didn't have to come back and everything. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I thought it was good. I it wasn't like blow my doors off with the graphics and stuff, but it was mm -hmm. really nice and nostalgic. Yeah. Too. Uh, eight. It was cool. Mm -hmm. Nice movie. Yeah. What about you? Seven, I liked a lot. Like, it just seemed like a better version of the the uh, sequels. <laughs> like, okay. Like, especially like episode four and then five. Um, like I liked, <laughs> I don't know why people are mad about the girl and the black guy. I did not like how like Ray like instantly just grabbed the lightsaber and like killed one of the best. Well, not killed, scarred the face of one of the best dudes with the lightsaber in the galaxy. That was kind of weird. I was like, oh, that's cool. You can just pick something up and body somebody. Just be really good at it. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that I didn't like. I liked her a lot as a character though. Like it was a really like it felt like a new character. It didn't feel like they were trying to remake. I know yes. some of the story plotlines yeah. are similar, like, oh, this is a bigger version of the original Death Star or mm. whatever. Like, I know some of, there were a lot of similar plot points. But all the characters seemed unique. Like, Poe, I thought was really cool, the pilot. Mm. Um, I really liked how they grabbed a stormtrooper and pretty much gave us more information mm. on stormtroopers. So you know nothing. Mm. You just know that their aim is just not good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they miss everyone important to the story. But I really liked that. So I thought the characters were cool. I liked Kylo Ren a lot. Um dude was handsome in that movie too kylo yeah yeah i know people make fun of adam driver like his face but yeah um the <laughs> the final fight scene do you remember that one like the location for it where seven yeah seven the forest yeah yes that was beautiful oh my god the, oh, dude whoever came up with the 
I'm gonna put that in my mind as we watch that. Yeah, because that was such a good scene. The visuals in that scene were incredible. Whoever's idea it was to have the final fight in a snow for in like a forest covered in snow. Bro, the way that the red and the blue, oh, it was, bro, that that was so good. That was the most visually stunning scene, and like, for, to me at least, my favorite visual scene in all of the movies, like all nine mm-hmm. of them, because that was just beautiful. Like, it was so beautiful. Um, yeah, seven was cool. Seven was cool. Eight was, <laughs> <laughs> eight was okay. The story I thought was really lame, but my favorite scene. Of one of my favorite scenes was in that movie, the one where like Luke he has his Force Ghost confront Kylo mm. Ren. That scene was so cool. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> I have, I literally am. There's an artistic representation of that shot where Luke is facing all of those Death Walkers and those other things. I have that as a wallpaper on my computer because I think that was that was so sick. That mm. visually, that was so sick. Um, but. When uh, when all of them were like blasting, um, the Dickens out of Luke Skywalker, he's like more, <laughs> Don't yeah, stop. They're like stop. Then like the smoke just clears and like Luke walks up. I was like, bro, this is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> this is so cool. This is so much better than Luke in four and five and even six. Honestly, like this is cool. Yeah, it, turns out it was like his Force Ghost, which is even better because you're like that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense now. How he's alive <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, how powerful is this dude? <laughs> He's just standing there. Oh, that was sick. Um, but yeah, that was one of my favorite scenes. And and number nine was just so bad. But the development for the characters, I guess, got better as the movies went on. It just the stories just got worse. Right? Yeah. Shout out to um, Princess Leia for floating through space with the Force so, mm. somehow, some way. That was so weird. It's such, like, a, wa- it's such her, a waste of a scene. Let her die. Like, it's okay. Yes. I was actually like, no, not her too. And then and then I just was like, why didn't she die? Yeah. <laughs> Please let her die. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't even... It would have been nine so much better because you would have been like, dude, who's going to lead the resistance? How exactly. are they going to make it exactly. happen? And I bet you the directors were like, we just need a cash grab. We don't know how to make a good plot. Mm, they're like, we need someone from the original three characters or like no one will watch the movies. I guarantee that's what it was. Cause yeah. Was, yeah. So that was that was lame, um, but I don't know. Nine was just it was, it was mediocre. I didn't like that Palpatine came back. Mm-hmm. But it, it was cool. I also didn't like how he had this unbeatable army, but they just needed to destroy one thing. <laughs> every movie, every movie, like of course everything has its weakness, um, especially technology. But like he has all of these. I don't know if you saw the scene, but Palpatine comes with the Last Order which is like just hundreds and hundreds of ships that mm. literally destroy entire planets. And like just a small group of fighters come in and like, we just have to destroy this one tower and then the entire army will be trapped and we can kill them all. And then they transfer the control of the tower to like one ship mm. in the entire fleet. So if you destroy that one ship, then the entire fleet is trapped there. It's just like, why would they have this weak? Yeah. <laughs> just made no sense. Um, but overall, I, I thought it was okay. Um, I think my my favorite scenes, my favorite scene besides the Luke one from that, um, besides the besides the scene where Han died, I thought that was a good scene, was when um, I think it's episode three of that of that trilogy, the last one, um, 
where Kylo can where Kylo visualizes Han. Mm-hmm. It's where that setting where he's like on the broken ship or on the broken Death Star near the water, and like he visualizes Han's like Force Ghost, and like it was a really really emotional scene. I was like, oh, this is good. Is that nine? Yeah. Okay. Nine. That was like the best scene in the entire movie because <laughs> um, you felt it. You felt it. So it was good. But yeah, mm. I thought overall as a trilogy is better than four, five, and six. Okay. That trilogy? The yeah. last one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like two, um, for the last, for the last two episodes, last two movies, mm-hmm. um, was the darkness of it. It reminded me of Revenge of the Sith, which is how dark it was mm-hmm. in terms of like they were showing clips of Kylo Ren killing villages and slaughtering people and, yeah. and then um finn was like no i can't do that that was a cool aspect there's just like this makes sense this is dark mm-hmm. like this is a little bit more than just what the prequels were showing and mm-hmm. what the you know the first uh this four five and six were showing it's like this is this was dark mm-hmm. and this kid was a good kid and there's a whole like confusion mm-hmm. that's what i liked about eight two was like there's a whole confusion about why he turned dark side like even yeah. luke didn't know Ray didn't know. Kylo Ren didn't even know. They're just like, mm-hmm. they all had their own story. And mm-hmm. they're like, we don't know which is real. And then Kylo Ren was like, maybe nine answered. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, in the, like, he's like, no, it's like this. And then the other guy's like, no. Like, and then the whole time you're like, dude, what was it? Yeah. <laughs> what would turn him? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That was cool. I still think the prequels are just alpha. Like, in, oh, yeah. but also, oh, too, yeah. they had an unfair advantage because, in my opinion, it appears to me, though, I'm not the one I was taking. They had an unfair advantage because there was no... They were in the good times, and then they went to bad. And the 4, 5, and 6, and 7, 8, 9 were like, they're in the bad times, and they had to get to the good. It's a little bit harder to write an upswing, the yep. whole for three movies. It's yep. much easier to write kind of like an up, up, down, and then like a down. Like, mm-hmm. it's like this is not good. Yeah. And much easier to do that. Yeah. In my opinion. No, I agree. I, that's why I was confused why they didn't just do prequels before those prequels because like that's going to be easier for you guys yeah <laughs> versus doing like movies after four five and six because four five and six were like big like there was just the down and then you have to just keep going like i guess you have to try to swing it up and it, it was really hard for them to do that while also telling quality stories yeah and that's why it didn't turn out amazing yeah it'd be funny is like if they just 10 years from now when they remake star wars again is that they just redo seven eight nine? We'll just we'll just gonna redo it. Like we don't want to do this. <laughs> like we're gonna do seven eight nine again. Then we're gonna redo four and five. And <laughs> you guys will have good yeah. movies. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, how we doing on time? Yeah, probably start wrapping it up. Okay. Couple uh, last little tidbits or something. I don't know. Favorite character, go. In Star Wars? Yes. The easy one's Anakin. Damn it. Dang it. I like Anakin a lot, but then I guess I guess the second one would be Kylo Ren. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mine's, uh, mine's Darth Maul. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, besides Anakin, because, like, this is a good one, mm-hmm. but... Darth Maul or Count Dooku, those two just captivated me. Really? I always loved the Siths. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. I always loved just, you don't really know much about Darth Maul's story, so mm-hmm. Count Dooku, same thing. I would love to learn more. 
but they were both like just characters like Darth Maul didn't say anything he's mm-hmm. like two things the whole movie and you're just like this dude just gets after like he just yeah. goes like he just gets directions <laughs> yeah. he's gone <laughs> Kanduku uh-huh. was more like I'm gonna I'm gonna orate you first. Yeah, I'm I'm the Caesar. I'm gonna orate you first, beat your butt, and then mm-hmm. we'll go from there. Yeah, and then Palpatine was just kind of like a, oh man, he was like a Nero, a Nero, mm-hmm. so perfectly played. Yep, just the most sadistic, knew exactly what was happening, mm-hmm. knew exactly what to do in every situation, planned out everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even I- he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Maul was cool. Maul was cool. Because, yeah, like you said, you knew nothing about him. Dude just, like, was told to go kill somebody. He just showed up and just went after the two Jedi. Yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> the door opened in, like, 20 people. And, they, have... and then they left the two Jedi. <laughs> He's like, I can handle all of you. And now I have two of you. He's like, I got all of you guys. And his lightsaber. Yes. Oh, Kylo's is so cool. But Maul, Maul's will always be the coolest to me. Mm. Just when he does the one blade and then, like, the second one comes out, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. So cool. And they just give the old white guy the limp one. Yep. <laughs> yep. He has like the, what looks like, um, like he was fencing. He has like a fencing lightsaber. It's like curved. The yeah. Like, it's so sick. I always wanted one of those. Mm-hmm. They never made them. It's just curved and just like, huh. Yeah. It's just a limp. It's like he just wants to go like, he doesn't want to do any, any of the Anakin wrist action. He just wants to go. Oh, I Lazy. like that. That's sick. Yeah. Dooku was cool. Dooku was very cool. But Anakin's fighting style is the best. I just love how you just see the aggression. He just comes in swinging, mm. swinging and swinging. And yeah. Yeah. Dang. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> like the fight styles. Yeah. Have more minutes. Um, it's like the fight styles between Obi-Wan and Anakin was mm-hmm. like, Anakin was get after it. Yep. Obi-Wan was more like a balanced play. Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah. So yeah, I was trying to equivalize it to UFC. It's like a boxer, Anakin, mm-hmm. like a, just a kickboxer that just goes after it, mm-hmm. versus like I don't know, somebody that does wrestling or something. I don't yeah, know, like judo. Judo, or, yeah, judo yeah. makes sense. Jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like that's something you really couldn't see in like four, five, and six. I guess that's maybe why I didn't really like connect as much. But like yeah. you could definitely see it in one, two, and three, and then seven, eight, and nine. Like the difference in the fighting styles. Yeah. Um, and Kylo's blade, it feels like it's just designed for him just to do one felt swoop and just like wipe you out. Yeah. And that's why when he gets in a long battle, it's like, bro, your lightsaber isn't built for that, dude. It isn't built to do the cool twists and turns. It's just built to do. Yeah. Slice and dice. Um, but yeah, Anakin's so cool, bro. Yeah, yeah. All um, right, we're going to wrap this up. Hope you guys enjoyed this sick episode of Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. We literally talked about Star Wars the whole <laughs> No, we didn't. Was, dude. Come on, we talk about this stuff too. True, but like, there's some Ford. God, we're never getting any women. <laughs> Wait, this is what it took for you to. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're funny. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Any th- <laughs> any closing thoughts? <clears throat> nope, I got nothing. All right, kids. If you hear this, my kids. If you hear this in the future, as an AKA journal, um, I do not condone being a virgin. Anyways, have a great time. (laughs) See you guys next time.